Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez received enthusiastic applause during her recent appearance on The Daily Show after announcing her intention to solve the border crisis, not with some ridiculous solution like building a wall, but by granting documentation to every illegal immigrant in America. At this point, The Daily Show audience must consist of about 20 people, with a median IQ lower than the average temperature in Montana in January. But the New York Congresswoman's solution seems to be conventional wisdom among most liberals now. Establishment Democrats know that they at least need to pay lip service to the idea of border security, but incompetent and entitled climbers like AOC feel no compulsion to hide the ball. Progressives are using illegal immigration as a political weapon to destroy their opposition and transform the United States. The border crisis isn't a crisis at all. It's a political offensive unfolding exactly as progressives intended. There was a time when the left pretended to care about the working class. It was well understood that immigration was a tool that big business could use to undermine organized labor and drive down wages. Back in 2015, Senator Bernie Sanders used to refer to open borders as a Koch brothers proposal that would make every American poorer and destroy the nation. Open so borders? Open no, borders. That's, a, that's a Koch brothers proposal. The really? idea, Of course. I mean, that's a right-wing proposal which says essentially there is no United States. But it, anybody would, can, it would make a lot me. of global poor richer, wouldn't it? And it would make everybody in America poorer. Then you're doing away with, with the concept of a nation state. Now, Bernie's a little confused about calling this proposal right-wing, and he's certainly sold out since then, but he was right about the effects of this kind of policy at the time. Americans who are forced to compete with foreign labor don't only see their opportunities dwindle and their earnings fall, but they also have to contend with the flood of new consumers in every other economic market. Immigration drives up the cost of housing, healthcare, and education, particularly in the working-class neighborhoods where these new laborers tend to settle. Open borders also encourage drug crime, gang violence, and human trafficking that disproportionately impacts the communities that Democrats claim to protect. But none of this matters to the modern left because illegal immigration is too valuable as a weapon against its enemies. The Democrats may be big fans of cultural Marxism, but they left their pretensions of fighting big business behind. The left is rather pleased with the way that large corporations zealously enforce progressive social dogma in return for cheap labor and regulatory capture. Woke Capital has discovered that using government regulations to eliminate its opposition is far more advantageous than competing in any kind of free market so it sides with the party that will keep labor costs low and smaller companies buried in red tape. Democrats have also discovered that the tendency of large corporations to erode communities helps to facilitate the growth of government and removes opposition to the progressive domination of social institutions. When the government attempts to consolidate power, its two major barriers are regional autonomy and loyalty to competing social institutions. People with a strong sense of community and identity tend to rely heavily on their families, friends, churches, and civic organizations, not the government. For the state to grow, it must take over tasks like education or care for the elderly from competing social organizations. Communities can stay loyal to their previous traditions and values by relying on their shared institutions, but individuals deprived of these support systems must bend the knee to the state. 
A strong middle-class population with the ability to own their own business and homes can also resist the dictates of politicians who enforce their policies through large employers and the financial instability created by renting and wage labor. These financially secure families also have a nasty habit of building that kind of generational wealth that funds those churches and community organizations that contend with the government for loyalty. A government that is looking to consolidate power and regularly impose its will on the populace needs to find a way to dismantle its independent middle class while ensuring the support of a more dependent and less established population. High and low versus middle is a classic political strategy used by rulers who need to remove the resistance that comes from an established population. Victory in politics comes from rewarding your friends and punishing your enemies. And if you can reward your friends by punishing your enemies, so much the better. By importing a dependent client class of cheap laborers, the left ensures the support of powerful corporations while undermining the stability of established American communities. As the independent retailer gives way to Walmart and Amazon, the competing social organizations that once helped communities resist the advance of government power dry up and fade away. Taxes and regulations eventually drain the remaining wealth out of the kulaks, which can be redistributed through government programs to the dependent newcomers who are now deeply enthralled to a leviathan government they can't hope to oppose. This effect is only compounded in a democracy, where the generational electoral advantage secured by the side that imported the new dependent class is overwhelming. The left is more than happy to change its position on labor, the working class, big business, and open borders if that means securing power and advancing a progressive social agenda forever. Illegal immigration isn't a problem for Democrats to solve, but a weapon with which they can dismantle the opposition and secure a permanent electoral advantage. The GOP has consistently proven itself to be incapable of taking meaningful action to stop this process. One can debate whether to attribute that failure to incompetence or malice, but what cannot be debated is that the right is running out of time to solve a problem that could permanently end its ability to resist the relentless march of the progressive total state. Hey guys, thanks for watching. As always, if you enjoyed this video, go ahead and click like. And if you haven't subscribed yet, now is a great time to do so. If you'd like to get these broadcasts as podcasts, make sure that you subscribe to the Orrin McIntyre Show on your favorite podcast platform. I also want to take a second to tell you about a new original documentary on Blaze TV about the real story of Colony Ridge. Glenn Beck and the Blaze Originals team traveled to Liberty County, Texas and discovered that there was a development there that was exploding in size and that the overwhelming percentage of residents were Spanish-speaking non-citizens. Colony Ridge is growing extremely fast. They're selling 200 lots per week and the developer estimates that 35,000 people already live there, though local officials say that it could be twice that number. Either way, it will be hundreds of thousands of people living there in just a few years if nothing's done. The U.S. government has already opened our borders and given illegal immigrants the ability not just to buy land here, but to also finance the purchase of it. That's a big part of Colony Ridge's success. The government has encountered at least 8 million illegals at the border since Biden's inauguration, and if current trends continue, it'll be 10 million by the end of his first term. This is transforming states like Texas rapidly, and if we lose Texas, we could lose the country. 
So if you'd like to watch the documentary and help support documentaries like this one in the future, you can visit blazeoriginals.com today and subscribe using the code Colony Ridge to save $30 off your annual subscription. Thanks for watching, guys, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.